All right, what's poppin', everybody? Welcome back to Holistic is Dope. Today, I got on one of my one of my good friends from Equinox, Mr. Jay Scott, Jordan Scott. What's poppin', brother? Hey, hey, how you doing? Shit, man. I'm juiced to talk to you, bro. It's been a minute. Yeah. We're talking in the green room right now. I'm trying to, I want to make sure I hit that record button before we get too into it and start, <laughs> you know, talking to, giving all the value out, but I'm chilling, dog. How's it been for you it's been pre- during this crazy-ass time? It's been pretty good. I mean, you know, besides just the crazy time that we're in, just living with it and understanding, kind of like, uh, figuring, figuring a way, man, basically, because, you know, you can, in the beginning of the uh, pandemic, for sure, was down, like, just like, yeah. what the hell is going on, um, yeah, just like weird times, weird times, but um, kind of finding my way in how it, was, so. How was your mental game the whole time, mm. like, how were you holding up just mentally, because, I mean, I feel like that's the thing that people were struggling with the most, like, bro, what the fuck do I do? How do I even think right now, you know? So how was it for you? Um, so most definitely in the beginning, it was kind of tough. But um, because I have a, um, a good group of friends, we basically did every, I think it was like every two weeks or every three to four weeks, we would have like a Zoom call and just like mentally check in. Like, how's everybody doing? You know, um, anything that y'all want to talk about? And we would have goals that we would set. And basically we had to meet them. Like uh, one of my partners was like, he wanted to make, because he sews. He said he wanted to make like 500 or 1,000 face masks and, and give them to um, healthcare workers. And he did that. Another one wanted to um, learn more about real estate, um, learn more about uh, community outreach, stuff like that. So it was just kind of like dope to have other people to chat with and be like, damn, I'm feeling hella down right now. But they also feeling the same. So that kind of like helped us helped us up they're like bro you're not feeling anything nobody else is feeling like just you know if you need anybody to talk to just keep it going but uh, like i was saying in the beginning it was kind of tough it was just like you know what's going on what do we do can't really go outside can't really do you know and for me i'm a creative so like being outside i have to be outside i can't be inside all the time it's just kind of like it feels like i'm putting a box and so like uh it was tough not being able to go outside. And so then I kind of like started going outside more, you know, of course, being masked up. But still, I was like, I got to do something, whether it's just walking around the block, walking my dog, something. I got to be outside. So, yeah. Dude, that's fucking dope, but if y'all did all that, yeah. we need, we got to do that shit. That, that, that should be something like that everywhere, man, because I feel like that would have been helpful for everybody, yeah. man. So where were that group of friends is, man? Keep, keep them because that's y'all thinking that together and you you move forward with that like that's that's powerful in its own kind of way bro i'm, I'm kind of mad I <laughs> my homies man like shit we should do that shit too that's what's up though man hey but i feel you though on the whole like being like enclosed like in a little box like just like you bro i gotta be outside mm-hmm. i need that sunlight i need i mean i just bro maybe because of like football and sports i'm used to being outside all the time but yeah being in the house man because it, it, it like it it kind of like shuts you off yeah. a little bit you know what i'm saying like you kind of get like stagnant and just like well i'm gonna sit here and kind of watch tv and like i'm just gonna not move forward with life i'm just gonna kind of chill out even though everyone was doing that too obviously because you know people are scared and i remember i remember um seeing like it kind of like unfold like you know step by step i was like nah it ain't gonna come over here yeah it ain't gonna come over here you know like it's it's all over there and then all of a sudden you know lockdowns and all this shit i'm like damn bro what the fuck yeah i was pretty uh what's it called i was i was phased in the the beginning too man it was a it was a tough process bro but, but, I mean, we're here now. Definitely. We're living. Right? We're making moves still. I know you're making yeah, moves. I, I see it. We're going to talk about it for sure. Yeah, but yeah, the first thing I want to get into, bro, is 
Yeah, is is a uh, kind of like how we got, you know, how we met, which is at Equinox. And for those who don't know, Equinox is more of okay. like your your high end luxury gym, right? As opposed to like twenty four and crunch and in shape. They got uh, where they got Equinox again. They got uh, they got those uh, the baths. They got they have, yeah. What do they got? Remind me, bro. They got they got hella shit though. That not not unnecessary, so, but it's a little bit more like more than you need. I'm forgetting already. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would just say, um, I mean, one, one thing I really liked that some people might think is unnecessary is the uh, eucalyptus towels. That was one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's what uh, it was. Yeah, I, I, like, I knew it was something yeah, like that. Eucalyptus the eucalyptus towels. I liked them. I liked them. It was, it yeah. was just, uh, it was a different, good, but. Coming out that Yeah, no, yeah. for real, for real. Exactly. So um, the steam rooms was dope. Um, the different classes that they offered. Um, and I liked how it was like, it wasn't really busy like it was excuse me it was so it was like an exclusive it was exclusive gym but um it wasn't too busy like you could work out any hour and you still be able to get in get your workout in whereas other gyms it's like if you go during peak hours you're gonna be one one machine you ain't gonna be able to move that much so um that was a benefit that i liked what else equinox is pretty dope the juice bar that they had um I you know, um, sure. I really liked, yeah, exactly. I really got into uh, yoga from Equinox. Because, uh, yes, I started working there in 20, I want to say it was 2018, I think. And I worked at the one in Berkeley and worked there for a year. And then they offered me to come over to San Ramon and help open that. And that's where me, that's where we met. Um Helped open it up, was a manager for the front desk, um, just kind of like uh, setting the culture and uh, figuring out how we wanted to run or how we wanted the um, members to see us run it and stuff like that, just so they could understand the culture. But um, yeah, it was dope seeing, uh, meeting another trainer. Well, nah, I'm not a trainer, but meeting a trainer that um, has a background in football so I could relate to that. Uh, you can help me with some different shit, which you did, mobility stuff, yeah. um, which is dope. I always like to learn, man. I always like to learn, you know. Um, you can never stop learning. Once you stop learning, you start li- You stop living. So. Hey, 100%, so, yeah. bro. Another thing, too, man, that, that I, that I, I kind of want to add on to with Equinox is, like, the quality. The quality was mm-hmm. definitely there. Like, learning from being a trainer anyway, like, I learned a shit ton, bro, more than I mm-hmm. did at, like, 24 Hour Fitness, more than I did you know, getting certified, like, they definitely, you know, even though it was a, a, a pretty price from the pocket, but still, it, they made it worth it, you know, like, yeah. it was kind of like what, what you would want out of a gym, just from how they how they take care of the facility, to the mm-hmm. trainers, to, again, like, you know, front desk, and like you said, the culture, like, mm-hmm. it was on point, man, it was on point, so one of the things I want to ask you is, like, going from Equinox, even, like, going back to, you know, our days playing football, like how you just said, mm-hmm. I know, um, was Right now, I think it's a better way to say it. How do you kind of view your health and fitness right now? Because I feel like right now it's booming, right? Everyone wants to be healthy. Everyone's trying to get fit, which is great. We want that, right? Mm-hmm. We want to make sure everyone's looking solid. Everyone's feeling great and, you know, being their best self. But I feel mm-hmm. like the, the opinion on that, on that is a little bit different for everybody. So for you, yeah, from everything you've been through, what's that look like for you to be, like, you know, healthy and fit in all aspects? Got you. So, um... I mean, I, I would, I gotta, I gotta appreciate Equinox for putting me onto a higher standard of just like, 
um, health and um, and all that stuff um, because I feel like uh, your health isn't just your physical body um, it's also your mental and your spiritual so like um, just with Equinox introducing me to yoga that changed that changed my whole um, kind of like perspective on health as well because even though people you know like as a as a guy thinking of yoga you like nothing to do that yeah i'm not gonna do that yeah i'm cool exactly i'm gonna go stretch exactly second, I'm done. exactly but um actually going into class that stuff was tough and i was like you know me trying to be mr macho like i got this went in there and was getting whooped Damn, hey, exactly i was getting yeah. whooped getting whooped on my first one and so that's when i knew i'm like okay this actually yeah i like this it bringing value like i started feeling better i could stretch more um back wasn't hurting as much uh you know just being able to be mobile um so uh health has been a like a big part of me like now i know now a lot of people are getting into it and exercising and wanting to get healthy and everything i mean that's just everybody should have been like that like i get it uh you know uh gyms can be expensive but this is your this is your body right here you know this is the whole this is yeah it's worth it this is where everything starts from so um definitely got to take care of your physical mental and your uh, spiritual so like physical being just like staying healthy eating healthy um eating healthy is different for everybody it's not playing across the board you know some people need more than others for me being a more skinny um slimmer side i have to i eat a lot more than other people i should eat a lot more than other people so i can get to a better weight that i want to be or heavier weight um so just um, now being able to go back to a gym, um, I just started going back to um, Crunch. It's my first time having a Crunch membership. Um, it's that? pretty cool. I mean, knowing uh, everything that I know from Equinox, I just go in, get my workout, and come out. It's not too much, you know. It's not. It's not one of the gyms that you kind of hang out around because it, it's the atmosphere is not there. It's really just a gym. So um, yeah. So, but being able to have that has improved already and i've only had it for about a month and um yeah i only had it for about a month so just being able to go in three three four days a week getting the workout in um and just you feel better you wake up you know go to sleep early because you exerted some energy so um definitely beneficial definitely definitely how many how many cut you off were you were you lifting during the whole like quarantine thing or not were you straight like chilling for a whole you year, I hadn't lifted. No, sir. <laughs> for a whole yeah, year, okay. I hadn't lift. I hadn't lifted a single. Well, I had. Okay, so I had twenty five pound dumbbells at the house, but okay. Other you're, than that, you're doing you're doing something a little bit. Uh, doing something a little, a couple, a little bit. I wasn't couple little exactly bicep curls. Yeah. Um, you know, shoulder press, but nothing, nothing to. Nothing, nothing extraneous, nothing that I needed to be doing to stay, um, you know, physically healthy and everything. But, um, yeah, so then I was like, I just felt, I did feel down about not working out because it was a part of my lifestyle for two years. So, I mean, it was a part of my life since football, but, like, as my adult life, it was a part of my life for two consistent years. So, um, not being able to do that, it was just a, a mix of, like, what am I doing? Like, uh, I'm just in the house playing a game. I felt like I was... To me, it felt like we was about to turn into uh, 
the uh, the people off Wally. We finna be in wheelchair. I mean, like them little oh, hover chairs. Damn. Just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, cause everybody sure. gonna be oh, in the house crazy. ordering men, ordering food. Nobody was going hey, outside. Nobody was bro, walking, Amazon, exercising. That shit popped up. Yeah. Man, everything. So it was like, I was like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I gotta get out. I gotta get out. But, um, um, yeah, man, just during the quarantine, I was not working out, not working out until, um, like closer to the end. My, my, uh, one of my good friends who was in the group that we were talking, that I was talking about earlier, um, he had like a little home gym. And so, um, I would go, we would go there. I started, but I wasn't consistent. Like, I would go like maybe two, three times a week in the morning but then sometimes I wouldn't go so it was just like and but having it at someone's house is a little different than actually being able to go to a gym because then I kind of got got to rely on when he's there and you know I got to set my schedule around that whereas it's like if it's a gym I go on when I want as long as their hours are you know what I'm saying so um, it's a little different but I'm like it in now it is bro you know what I, I want what I want to get your opinion on too is that like in relation to kind of what you just said right now, I mean, even being a trainer and going from sports, like fitness and lifting has been a part of me my whole life. And I mean, I bought some like bands and shit. I wasn't like doing nothing crazy. You know, I could buy some bands. Actually, I did buy it. I ended up buying a barbell in like mm-hmm. a total of maybe like 100 and, 135 pounds, like total weight. Okay. You know, so it wasn't like, it wasn't much. But even then, bro, like what I, what I experienced for the first time in my life, man, is like not, like how you just said, like not, not doing that part of your life that you've done that you've known forever and i feel like even like mm-hmm. i just got back to in shape like a month ago bro and i'm like it's almost like i'm rebuilding everything again you know like even like rebuilding just like the commitment the discipline like all that shit that felt so easy before it's just like it's not it's i felt myself like feeling good after like a little 30 minute workout like yeah that was good man shit, bro. like <laughs> You know, we'd be in there for like an hour and a half fucking exactly. trying to eat exactly. and we're just like, nah, I gotta do some more, man. So then I feel like, I mean, thinking back then, that's, I think a lot of people feel that way. You know what I'm saying? People mm-hmm. who haven't really been in fitness their whole life, who haven't, who haven't been in sports, mm-hmm. they, they could kind of relate to that. And I kind of see, like, where they're coming from at now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think even you kind of see it too. Like, you know, you, you feel like that, that, that low energy, you feel yeah. that, that want to do it, but you just ain't doing it in, I'm sure you have your reasons why, but it just, like, it's just not happening. Yeah, you know, man, you I'm, get what you I'm brought saying that, You know, I get exactly what you're saying. I'm glad you brought that up about the the, the dedication and the motivation. Because in the beginning, like, if you, like, I mean, like, before COVID and quarantine, we worked at a gym. So it was like, you're already there. Easy. Get it in. you there. Why even? Why? You can't skip it. you already here. All right, you can go in there and get your workout in and call it a day. But um, now and then also having the ability and like the um, like proximity, like I was saying, it's being close and everything like that. So now it's like gyms closed. So it's like, all right, you got to do an outdoor workout. And if you don't really know much about outdoor workouts, like what are you going to do for like the non-experienced people, the people that were new to gyms? I feel like they had like the the worst part of it. Because it's like if you didn't if you don't have no experience of working out or, um, you know, just being active. When the gyms closed, you didn't have any, what did you do? You just, like, watch YouTube, figure out workouts like that or, you know, stuff like that. So, um, but um, having the discipline is what is, um, is what is good. And now that it's coming back, it's even better. Because it's like, all right, gyms are opening. Now, 
dedicating, like I'm making sure I'm cutting out time to go to the gym. And it just, it helps everything else. It benefits everything else. You know, it makes everything else just kind of go together. You work out, your mind's right, you eat. All right, now you have energy. All right, now you could go do some actual office work. You can do some um, different business ventures that you have. Just keeps your brain going. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like you start flowing again, man. And that that shit was probably Mm -hmm. the toughest thing for me, you know, amongst other things too. But it was just like experiencing that. Even like how you said, like working out outside. Like, I mean, we could do all our football workouts all day and, you know, whatever. But it's like, you know, it was different, man. It was weird. Like, I just felt that, like, for once yeah, in my yeah. life, I wasn't working out, and I was like, "Damn, bro, this shit fucking sucks." Like, is this kind of how like it is? Like, when you don't do it, and man. You know, my body ain't the same as it was back at Equinox. It's, it's getting back to that spot. You know, like we're getting a little, you know, a little muscle back, but yeah, <laughs> damn, man, it was kind of tough, bro. Like, you know, that was another thing too. And luckily, I will say, like, I really got into like diet and eating mm-hmm. throughout the quarantine. Cause I was like, I gotta keep something on point. At the very least, mm-hmm. it was that. So I didn't like, you know, gain that much weight, but. Muscle mass wise, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. We gotta get back in the gym. I lost some, you know, all my weight. Beef. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, lost man, all you, my you, weight, man. Because I was, you was a that was my, at Equinox, man. You're getting there. Man, that was my heaviest. Right. I was, I was like, I was pushing 180, 185, like, and now I went all the way down to 170, and I was like, yeah, it's just, I mean, when you don't work out consistently every day, you're not eating as much, um, so it's like. If you're just sitting around, it's like you, you're not really doing much. And I'm not a real snacker. Like, I, I snack a little bit, but, like, I like to eat meals. And if I'm not working out, I'm not going to be hungry to eat meals, you know? Like, eat a full yeah. meal. Like, I'll eat, I'll uh, have a sandwich here or have, like, you know, breakfast and then only have two meals. Like, have breakfast and dinner. But, um, heck, yeah, man, I'm excited to get back, man. I'm excited to get back to my weight, man. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get to 185, man. I'm trying to get back to that. Hey, that's a goal, man. I'm trying to be at that 190 bus, bro. Hey. Keep it moving, hey. man. But it's going to be a minute, though. We got to work a little bit. It's yeah. only month one, so we got like exactly. to go, and we'll be there. Hey. It's a process, man. So let's, 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 let's actually put a – I'm going to stay on that real quick, on, on that process, because, like, we're, we're juiced about it, right? We know, like, what the process is. We're like, yeah, you know, we go – we're going to put in the work and the solid. Mm-hmm. For those who don't, like, I think, who don't take into, into consideration the process of when they're going to do something like this. Like I said, like how you said, we see people working out and it's, and it's great. And now the gym's open again. They're all, everyone's kind of rushing back in, kind of like that New Year's rush a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, for, and for me, it's, it's I think it comes from sports, right? Like, for, even for you, too, like, just the discipline of mm-hmm. having, like, that regimen and having to go to practice, having to do this, having mm-hmm. to do that. Now, and I've talked to a couple of athletes already about this, but I want to get your opinion too. What do you think is kind of like the the missing aspect for people who start, and for those who are listening right now too, for those who start and they're kind of, not even, I want to say lack of motivation, but they just like, they lose it or they can't keep it at that same level. Like, why do you think that is as opposed to other people who like, maybe have been in sports or have been trainers or are just fitness enthusiasts and they're all good to go? Like, what do you, what do you think that missing middle mm-hmm. ground is? I think because it started at a young for uh, people who are have like just it's in their innate nature like because they started sports as a young at a younger age so it's like you always had to be some type of active like it was either you were is football season and then after football it was track or it was you know baseball but you were always like working out always moving always being active because like for me in high school 
Um, it was football in the fall, and then either like they wanted us to do track, but um, I ended yeah. or basketball, and then I ended up instead of doing that, I ended up doing rugby. Like I did track, but I'm like nah. Oh, yeah, sure, I went to rugby. Yeah, rugby was okay. rugby was rugby was my favorite sport for sure, for sure. But um, I think it's just like, and also like for the people who who aren't really consistent with it, I think they just have to set a goal and like really like in a sense of like all right. I'm going on this, um, I have this wedding coming up. I want to fit in this size dress or, you know, or fit in this size tux. So it's like, it's something you can visually see rather than just like, all right, I just want to go work out. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what, what I'm trying to get to. I just want to look better. So, um, actually having an attainable goal is, um, I think is what will help the, um, common folk right now of just like, trying to get back active and trying to get healthy and trying to do that. Cause like for us, we I already know what my body used to look like. Like I have an idea, like what I want to get to. So it's not like I have just a random, like, Oh, I just want to work out. No, I have a visual. Like I see it. I have photos of like, I used to look bigger. I used to, you know, I feel bigger. Um, shirts fit a little different, you know? So, um, having, oh, having hey. that, yeah, having yeah. that is a lot, is an advantage. It's like, okay, I already saw it. But for the people that, um, that are just just kind of starting or trying to you know um, get to a different level. It's like if you don't have that visual, it's like and it don't have to be an actual visual. It could just be like a mental. Like I know I want to wear this size suit or I want to look like this in this suit. So go after it rather than just be like oh I just kind of want to get healthy. I don't really know what it looks like, but kind of want to get healthy. So having that visual for sure makes a difference between. Um, and it just makes that dedication. It's like, I see it. I see it. You know, every day you wake up. Okay, I see it. This is what I want to get to. Okay, I don't really feel like working out today, but oh, I see it. You know, so it's kind of, uh, yeah. You got to see it to believe you know, it. I do. I, I can get behind that. For you, right? Because again, mm-hmm. you've been in sports. And like you said, you don't snack a lot. Mm-hmm. What, what's kind of like that, that driving motivational factor for you? Right? Because one of the things uh-huh. that I like, that I like doing and talking about even all, uh, once I ask, you know, all these questions and all that is getting into like the individual kind of motivation, because I feel like that's the okay. most relatable and that's the most like unique to people too. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll kind of start with myself and just say real quickly that like, especially like right now, given time and just everything I've been through, like injuries, again, gyms closing and not being able to work out and being a trainer before. It's like, I think right now, like what I'm chasing is I'm chasing more, Obviously, the aesthetics. I want to, you know, I want, I want the body. I want obviously mm-hmm. go to the beach and it's all Gucci, like we're just, you know. Mm-hmm. But even like, I think on a deeper level though, it's like, it's almost like you're, you're. I want that. I'm taking care of myself vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to. Okay. Always when I feel like I'm doing all I can to give myself a fighting chance to like just be and do whatever I want to do. You know, like mm-hmm. it, coming from an athlete's perspective. I'm used to moving, like running and gunning, you know, just everything outside, running around as fast as I can, 100 miles per hour. I always, I think for me, it's just, I always want to be able to do that, especially now I got kids, you know what I'm saying? I'm over here just booking it just because I can, but because I want to. And I noticed that shit, um, like, dissipate a little bit during the quarantine. I was a little slower. Like, I kind of felt myself, like, not doing the same thing. I was like, damn, I don't, I don't like this, like, lack of mobility, like, as you said earlier. I don't, I don't like this lack of... Uh, of just being like the best I can, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to have mm-hmm. to like limp and or just be not 
just for lack of a better word, like slow. You know, like people are fast, some people are fast, and others mm, yeah. not getting at that. Particularly, yeah. I just mean like I don't want to feel like, you know, I'm just not moving. You don't feel I'm not sluggish. Trying. I got you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I, like, like I would say, you, yeah. um, I would say just because um, I like to be active. So like we, um, I was in. I had like, what was it? We had an adult league basketball. So like. I, like, I always, like, I'm still looking for an adult league um, down here in uh, Long Beach for, um, they're supposed to have, like, beach beach football, something, because, like, that's for me, like, um, for me personally, just being able to uh, go outside and run and not cramp up or not um, just having that ability to, if people want to go outside right now, like, hey, let's go play some hoop. I'm like, nah, I, 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 I mean, these knees, I can't, you know. So I think that that for me, that's my motivation is to at a drop of a dime, I can go outside and play a game of basketball or football, you know, or, um, you, you know, something like that. Just at the drop of a dime, I can go and get active, which is like which is why I stay consistent now and just like uh, working out and being um, and just like being active because I don't know. You never know what if, you know, and eventually I don't have kids right now, but I want to have kids. I want to be able to, like you said be out and outrun them or, you know, just run with them and get them a little riled up. I think that's where, that's kind of like, I hear, I hear that's where a little bit of your motivation is from. Like you, you saw like your kids like, dang, okay, I'm not running, I'm not getting as, I'm not moving away as fast as I yeah. used to. Catch um, up to so, me right now, what the hell is going on? Yeah, they're catching up, man, they're catching up. So um, I think they're just personally wanting to be able to, um, just go outside. If I see a basketball court, hey, y'all trying to go play hoop? Y'all trying to go run 21? Just because, you know, um, I always, uh, me and my friends always joke about, like, like, oh, you can't beat me. What? Let's go one-on-one right now. So it's like having that. It's like, yeah. you can't just say you're going one-on-one and not be prepared because somebody going to get exposed. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> just um, having that competitiveness still, I think that's that makes me want to just, like, I always want to be the best me I can be, not necessarily be better than anybody else, but just be the best me I can be. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. That's, that's my personal motivation. And I think kind of like in summary, what we're all saying is it's the freedom pretty much, right? We want that freedom to just live our mm. life mm. in any way possible or any way, any way we want, basically, mm-hmm. right? And if we can't do that. Like you said, we're cramping up. Or we got a whole bunch of injuries going on, or you know maybe we're a little too heavy at the, for the um, at the at the current moment. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's I think it's that that freedom we're chasing. Yeah, hey, that's a great to, way When I was to talking too, yeah, I was trying to like find my path into what I'm trying to say, and I think that's essentially like what we're getting at is just the, the freedom to live your life, the goal of hopping that basketball court. Man. Like you said, someone calls you, well, you better be ready. Yeah. I mean, not that you have to be ready, but you should be exactly. ready because you go, you're going to end up. You can be on someone's highlight tape either or on their phone camera. It's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I just cross them up or on a football field or whatever, yeah. you know? So, yeah, that's I think that's what it is, mm-hmm. man. It's just we, we, we chase that freedom, right, the freedom to move. And that's valuable, man, because it kind of was man. taken away a little bit this past year, you know? So I'm just like, hey, you know, my, my hips are all better, and, like, I'm you know I'm kind of healing my body a little bit now. So I'm doing all the medicine ball shit that I used to do in mm-hmm. Equinox, all the running and, you know, cone mm-hmm. drills, everything, man, just because – I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna go in a game tomorrow. But best we believe, you know, you line up in front of me because you're a receiver and I was a DB. I'm, I'm gonna be ready. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna be ready to go and give you that little, yeah. little jam up Heck a little yeah. bit. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! You know, so <laughs> like you said, it's just 
Man, that's it's just the, the the yeah the freedom though. That's that's what we want, you know. And if you don't yeah. have that, you feel like that's the freedom for sure. You get you, know, you get all this kind of like a, not resentment, but you just get like this. He said sluggish energy, and nobody wants that, man. Nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. Nobody want to be sluggish. Well, I'm gonna do and I mean, yeah, hell not. Uh, I was gonna say that like that freedom is um, that goes into um, basically like what happened in uh, quarantine, kind of like in the beginning. Like now, people are able to see like. Um, like, kind of like they not at their job, so they feel a little more free. And jobs are like giving unlimited PTO because they understand like it's about the freedom. And like you want your employee, I mean, yeah, you want your employee to be happy and like want to come to work. You don't want them to come to work just because they got to get a paycheck like that. I mean, that that's a horrible way to live. Like, you know, it's kind of like um, just. Just being able to be free and be able to move around and just enjoy life, man. And just like, I don't know, that freedom is, everybody's chasing that freedom. Everybody. No matter what you are. You could be a CEO of a business. You could be flipping burgers. You can be Amazon, whatever, man. I know everybody's trying to chase that freedom. Just be able to, the freedom to do what you want to do. Wake up like, today I want to go here. Today I want to do this, you know. So, I like how you, you tie that into um the fitness and everything, but it's also tied into, you know, just freedom and lifestyle. Yeah. yeah, freedom and life. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna use that to pivot into another question I want to ask you, and that's kind of mm-hmm. like where, where, I'm not sure if you're still doing it or not, but your photography and kind of doing those like events mm-hmm. that you would talk about back at Equinox, and if you're not doing it, at the very least, mm-hmm. something that kind of what uh will relate to what we're saying right now is a freedom to do what you want. Right, we're all chasing that freedom, mm-hmm. and. Like for you, well, I want to get into, into that specifically because photography. Yeah, I'm, I've been kind of I've been playing with it a little bit lately because of like my business and my brand and having to take pictures here and there. And there's like definitely a. I was, before I say what I want to say, I was listening to a, another podcast a couple of weeks ago. And it was like a I forget he's a uh, like a famous uh, editor, right? He was saying uh-huh. how is a. is editing a mad made process or is it a, something that's this was always meant to be because. You know, it's uh, photography, editing, taking videos, like all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, it relates in terms of being free because you're capturing moments, right? But at the same time, you get good at it. You start getting paid for it. You start living life, doing something you like. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of what you, what you were doing. Yeah. You know, there's other people out there who are who are photographers, other people who are you know, editors or are trying mm-hmm. to make videos. I mean, I'm trying to make videos. I even asked you a couple of days mm-hmm. ago, like, hey, man, what, what's a good camera? You know, like, so doing what you've done and pursuing it for as long as you did and actually, you know, making some money for it. First, first thing I would say is what, why do you even like gravitate towards photography? Cause for me, it's not necessarily that I'm saying like, Oh, it's a, it's a holistic like business to get into, but capturing moments like throughout life is kind of special mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a certain sense, you know, it's like for you and like the kind of visionary side of that, how did that kind of come about? Okay. So, um, it's, so I'm going to go with, um, it was my mom's graduating from college. This is after, um, I think like right, either right before I was graduating high school or right after. I can't remember. But, um, um, yeah, so my mom, she dropped out of college to have my brother and then she became a mom and did that whole thing. And then she always said she wanted to go back to college to, um, just show us, her sons, that, like, you can do it. At any age, you can do it. So um, 
she has she works at an architect firm and they have cameras of course to take photos of their stuff and she rented it for the weekend so I could so somebody could take pictures of her at graduation uh, and me like she always would ask me to take pictures of her on the iPhone like hun son take yeah. a picture and I'm like I was so irritated being you know like I don't want to do it but yeah, it turned hey, but yeah. it turned out to be exactly what I wanted to do so it's kind of like it's kind of crazy how that works like something your parents always was trying to tell you to do um and you're like nah I didn't really want to do it but it turned out to be something I loved so um I took pictures for her uh for her graduation and I was like dang I took that like this looks really good and so uh for the longest like I always wanted to buy a camera I always wanted to buy a camera and um I was gifted one for Christmas, and then it kind of took off from there. Like, I got it, uh, got it on Christmas, started taking pictures that night. Um, and then at the top of the year in January, I started, uh, this is 2016, um, I started just taking pictures of everything. Like, if you saw me, my camera was with me at all times. And so I was just taking pictures, taking pictures. And it was just because it was fun, like, capturing. Like, I felt like I was in, I don't even know, it was like, it was I was in such a high, like you know, like that's was the camera was my high. Like I just was I didn't think about anything else. Um, I was just in the moment. Like I loved it. Um, everything kind of moved slow while I had the camera. Um, it just was like I can't even describe it to like or how to like tell somebody in the same way. Like it's just uh, oh, has if you saw the movie Soul. Um, remember how like when the guy whenever yeah. they were in the groove whenever they were exactly whenever they were in the groove they kind of like just went to a different place that's how I was with the cameras so um, um, I just kind of like, was going exactly with that and I've seen that movie like, yeah yeah exactly exactly it's just like it's just like a it's like a high and you're just going like you're away but you're there you know um, so just doing that taking pictures people saw like oh my god you're good when, when, you can you do pictures for this? Can you do pictures for this? And then it was like, okay. And then it was just like learning to charge people and like how to charge people. Like people like, oh, how much do you charge? Or can I hire you to do this? Can I hire you that? So just learning that. Um, and it kind of went in. It, it just it just worked. It just worked. And that's how I knew it was it was supposed to be because it wasn't like I was forcing it. I wasn't, I wasn't you know... Um, yeah, I just wasn't forcing it. Like I, I was strictly doing the photography because I liked it, and then people started liking my work, and then they started hiring me. But um, yeah, I would say just um, I for, man, what was the question again? So now I got stuck on that. I got stuck on just being. <laughs> no, no, no. That that's well, you said exactly what I wanted you to say, and that's basically like you said you got lost in it, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't force anything. Mm-hmm. So I, we'll, we'll put a pause on the second question. That's outcome, but. What you said right now is, is valuable because, again, there's a lot of people out there who human photography or doing whatever, mm-hmm. right? And either whether it be successful or not successful, I think the important thing to talk about is just that that concept right there of, like, you didn't plan for yeah. it, right? You didn't, you didn't get the camera and say, I'm going I'm to go start mm-hmm. making money off pictures. Now, you're just like, no, nah, I'm trying to go take pictures. I like it. The world slows down, which I think is kind of what happens when you find that niche, whether you get mm-hmm. paid for it or not. You know, it's kind of like the same thing with me and like crystals and the whole holistic, the mm-hmm. whole holistic thing. Like, I wasn't out there like I'm gonna go make a brand and do you know start selling crystals. Like, I did it because I thought it was dope. I did it because it was fun for me. I get lost in making them. Like, it's it's creative. Yeah. You know, it's that creative kind of side of me, mm-hmm. just like it is for you. 
I mean, when you said like there's a when you the world I was trying to go back to the world slows down thing, mm -hmm. right? We're all looking for that thing, mm -hmm. right? People hear you talk right now, everyone listening, they're like, oh, you know, that's good for him. Man. He found his this thing and it took off and it was great. Mm -hmm. Everyone's chasing that, mm -hmm. right? Again, kind of chasing freedom a little bit. During that, even though, like, I'm sure it was all fun for you, though, mm -hmm. right? What, what was kind of like, when the, when, did the, when did the thoughts start coming in of, all right, I'm going to try to start moving towards this financially? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to start, I'm, when did that whole process come about? And then, what were the challenges you first had with that? Because that's the kind of thing where people, they jump off the boat. Like, ah, oh, you know, like, mm -hmm. I got to buy this camera. I got to, you know, go, go talk to all these people. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. like, those two aspects right there of, Wanting to become reality, and what were the challenges mm -hmm. after that? Okay, so I would say it became reality um, when I, when my friend Dejan introduced me to uh, to this book uh, to the Alchemist, and um, oh, bro, that's it's like book. it's yeah, that's that's my favorite. Like any, I recommend that book to anybody and everybody. So basically, I was working at a daycare. But I was also doing photography. But I was doing photography just like on the side. It was just what I wanted to do type stuff. And, um, and so like I was working at the daycare and I was like, I felt like in my body while, as I'm reading the book, I just felt like I'm like, I, I can't be here forever. Like it started making me think long term. And I'm like, I can't be at a daycare forever. You know, just thing like that. And as I'm reading the book, it was kind of like you come to this point where you just you got to take that leap. You just got to go with it. And so um, I quit quit my job and didn't have no income. Went straight to photography. And I was like, and I'm, I'm not saying anybody should do this because uh, I ended up going back. That's when, like, after that, I got hired at Equinox. But, like, having that six, it was like six to nine months of not working and just doing something that I liked it it um catapulted me years in advance like i got so much um experience and so much knowledge of just like consistently doing that and not really worrying about anything else like i mean granted i had the benefit of still living with my mom so i didn't really have to pay for anything so it wasn't like i i you know um i didn't have those stresses which is, i thank my mom for that but just like being able to um just explore it 100 percent so it was after I read that book and I was like, okay, I just feel in myself like I need to do something else. I need to do something else. And then after that, I kind of started getting hired here and there a little bit. Like, oh, can you take my grad photos? Oh, can we do um, headshots? Oh, can you do my event? Oh, can you do this? And I'm like, oh, okay, this is lucrative. Like, I could actually make money off this. Um, and one of the challenges to um, get back to that was... Um, it would say like you just hit you just hit like in the beginning it was just like in a book beginner's luck i was getting everything like oh getting hired for this getting hired for this getting hired for this and then boom three months or five months later nothing nobody calling nobody want no pictures nobody want nothing but because i still liked it i still loved it i just went out and took pictures of everything like i still was going out and taking pictures like it was still my everyday practice so it's like um, just, it just, it's that motivation. Like, it's just like, it's something that you're so passionate about. Even if you don't get paid for it, you're still going to do it. 
you know, no matter what, like them hills, them hills might come, them valleys, you know, that big boulder might be smack in front of you. But if you really like it, you either going to go through that boulder or you're going to go around it. or You're going to go underneath. You somehow going to get past it. So um, definitely like it just was sad sometimes. Like, dang, I ain't making no money this month. Like, all right. I'm still right, going yeah. out here to take these photos. I still, exactly. I still would be like, I would still hit up models on Instagram. Like, hey, um, do you want to, like, can I shoot you? Like, I just want to get better at doing photography. Like, getting better at taking pictures. And getting better at, like, actually posing people. And, um, and lighting and everything like that. And so, it was like, I ha- you just have to have that. You have to have that within you. Like, that passion. Because it's not, not everything that's good doesn't happen overnight like you you don't you know if it happens overnight it's not it's not gonna last so um just like with the obstacles man i just like keep going and keep pushing through it and also having other people cheer you on man like having other people tell like telling me that i was good at it was also some motivation and also like helping like because if that without other people telling me and other people seeing and appreciating my work I probably would have. I probably would have slacked up a little bit. I probably would have slacked up a little bit because it's like, and it, it comes from people that you don't even think of, man. Like random people. Like people would, people would hit me on Instagram and be like, "But you're such an inspiration. Like you don't even know." And I'm like, "But I'm not even. Like I feel like I'm not even doing anything. I'm just like, you know, like I feel like I'm not doing nothing Ooh, special. Yeah. I'm just taking my pictures, posting them, doing it. But they're like, you don't even understand. Like you just. A lot of people were just like." You make me want to find my passion. You make me want to go do something like that. And I'm like, damn, that just, then it, it really hit like, okay, like you're doing something right. You, you just got to keep going. You're doing something right. Bro, all facts, all facts, bro. And everyone listening, like, again, that's, that's the secret sauce right there. Like, and the funny thing is, bro, is like, it's, it's so simple and so like, just like, of course, right, of course we should do that. But it's like, why the fuck can we just do that then? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's hard as hell to do I that. I think it's a mental block. I think it's society, man, how, like, we have such these, like, society norms and, like, things that we kind of have to conform to. And people get stuck on that. And it's like, because, I mean, everybody's chasing, well, people, some people are chasing freedom. And some people are chasing money and riches. And I think that's where you get kind of caught up with it like if you're chasing riches you're not your heart's not in it like your heart's not in it you're just trying to get as much money as possible like don't get me wrong i'm i'm doing photography and videography to excuse me to make money but also if the money stopped i will still continue to do this thing so that's kind of like um where i'm at with it like everybody want like of course i want to make a hundred thousand dollars of course i want to make uh, $20,000 on one gig. Of course I'm going to do that. But if that never comes, best believe I'm still going to have my cameras. Like, I'm still going to do this. Like, it's just something that I really like. And um, at the end of the day, pictures are going to be forever. Like, these pictures that I take, I can go show my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, my grandkids. My, I, You know? Yeah. So, so it's like, that would be my legacy for me. Like, this is, like, I did it because it's my legacy. Like, you know... I don't know, man. I just, uh, I love pictures. Nah, bro, you're, you're I on, love pictures. You're, you're, on, you're on the money. That's why, that's why, for me specifically, and why I think photography is like a, a good, 
profession to get into if you love it like that is because, again, like you just said it, pictures are forever, man. Like, they're, they're valuable and they're mm-hmm. special. So I feel like anyone who gets into photography, you know, you got, you kind of have, like, a, a powerful tool at your hand right there. You could capture a baby mm-hmm. being born, which is, I mean, firsthand experience. I want those pictures. You, get, you, pack, you picture mm-hmm. someone or some rare animal, again, mm-hmm. another experience. Like, but that, that, shit is, that shit is valuable. But even aside from that, the man, like, is what you're saying. Again, it's, it's just the secret. And I feel like the more the more I hear people say, it's like, fuck, this is why I keep, want, why I keep, mm-hmm. wanting, keep wanting to talk to people. Because when you see someone mm-hmm. who's doing well, you know, you see someone doing all these creative things, and you're like, oh, I want to ask them what they're doing. It's always generally in the same kind of arena of like, I did this because mm-hmm. I love it. If I don't get paid tomorrow, I'm still going out there and take a damn picture of somebody because I, I want to do that. And for everyone mm-hmm. listening, that's that's literally kind of where you got to start. You know, like that's, I think it was maybe like, uh, when was it? Like August, maybe June. I was getting real like frustrated. Cause I was like, fuck, I got all these ideas. You know, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to find my passion, like how you just said. And it wasn't happening because I, was, mm-hmm. I kept waking up. My thing is like, if I wake up and say, I'm going to go start training somebody. Can I can I say that in a month from now and still be excited to go do it? If I don't get paid, am I still mm. going to do it? And I kept saying like, mm-hmm. nah. If I get a week from now, if I got to wake up yeah. at 6 a.m. to go train someone, it's not, I'm not going to be happy. Even other things too. <laughs> and I'm just training. Like, you know, Man. Uh, what, else, what else do I want to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a, a couple of things I was trying to like get into. But when I kept asking myself those questions of, all right, was like, do I still want to do that a week from now? The answer would be no. It wasn't until I kind of like yeah. did what you did, and I was like, well, let me look at everything I do right now that I'm not even thinking about that I just love to do. Mm-hmm. Just wrapping crystals, writing my mm-hmm. journal, um, uh, fucking acting, hella mm-hmm. random. But I mean, bro, I'm just that kind of dude where I like to talk to people. I like to, you know what I'm saying, get into shit because I want to. Even like a videog- videography a little bit. Mm-hmm. I like taking videos. Like I feel like personally, I'm not, I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I, ain't no, I ain't got no gadgets, but I do feel like the videos I make at the very least, are creative, but it's fun mm-hmm. though. That's why I keep doing them. You know, like it's just, it's just bottom line fun. Hell yeah, you man! Get to that spot of if it's, if it's fun, like you just said, bro. Then you're free at yeah, that point. You're like, free. You don't got to chase it anymore. Yeah, you are free, mm-hmm. <laughs> straight up, dog. Like you're, even though we don't, you know, if you're down the house you want, you ain't got the mm-hmm. Lambo yet, or whatever the fuck your 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 uh, your idea of making it is. At the mm-hmm. very least, you could say you're free in your in, with your life of doing what you want. Yeah. And that's kind of like, you know, you actually heard of that term called, uh, not that term, it's in the Constitution, the pursuit of happiness. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, bro. So, like, I've said this in almost every podcast, but that statement is, like, motivational and, you know, inspiring as it is. It's kind of dangerous, though, too, because, you know, you get people, like how you say, going for the riches and going mm-hmm. for the, uh, just for the clout, maybe, for the pursuit of happiness, right? I'm trying to find my happy mm-hmm. spot, but... They're not looking at just the simple things of, I like taking yeah. pictures. I like writing my journal. Yeah. I want to maybe start a fucking blog. Like, you don't gotta, you don't gotta be validated by, maybe like what's hot yeah, right now or what you see. Mm. You know, it's just tough though, bro. Like in culture and likes. I mean, I mean social yeah, media social media and, took a. It's like, I and like I, and for for me to be a photographer and a videographer, and Instagram is the platform. I don't even like using Instagram. Like, I use it, but I don't post. Like, there's, I don't, there's so many pictures that I've taken that have not touched Instagram because it's just like, 
I just don't like I you know I I don't really want to get judged by it. I don't want to I don't yeah. want to I don't care about the likes. Like I just don't care enough to be like I got, you know, I got to post this. I got to post this. I got to post this. Like I just like to take the pictures. People like them, they like them. And it's and it's like I don't really get I haven't got a lot of gigs off of Instagram. So it's not like it's hurting my business by not doing it. I mean, it would only benefit, but like I haven't come to that like realization or that point where I'm just like, all right, I have to post on Instagram. Like I have to post every day. Mm-hmm. It's like when I want to post, I post. If I don't, I don't. And so I mean, but the social media yeah, took tough, a bro. toll on. It's it's tough, man. It's tough. Everybody sees that instant gratification, and like you see these people with all this money, and they just ha- you know it seems all fun to them, but until you in that. In that position, you don't know. It might they might have a horrible life off Instagram. You know, like they might not really like what they're doing, but because it's making them money, they have to keep doing it. You know, so it's just different. Likes, man. We live in some different people times. People chase the likes, man. It's hard. Yeah, people you, chase the likes, man. That, that's why even like for me, like first of all, I hate that I keep saying like, but um, I post on Instagram for my business, right? And it's mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be, I think, as like present with it as I am if the times weren't how they are, right? Because for me, when I first started mm-hmm. the abstractive, like I wanted to, my instant thought process was I want to get out there, forget mm-hmm. online, forget social media. I'm trying to be out there and like talking, you know, showing. Because I feel like same kind of same with you with the photography and people like random people telling you. I mean, I shit you not, and not in a. Uh, gloating or like arrogant way, but everywhere I go, everywhere I go, mm-hmm. people are always talking about my necklaces and saying, "Oh, where'd you get that? Like, it's dope. Like, you know, I love it. I always, I made it." And it's those conversations were like, "Oh, you should like sell them, or what, do you have a, like, you have a store, this and that." And that's where that's where I feel like you just you have to start is in the real world with the real like mm-hmm. feedback, not likes and kind of yeah, yeah, just the virtual like this is good. Like, you need to be like in reality, this is good, so you know. You know, so it's it's just one of those things. Yeah, like when you, you said, see when people see you, when people see you yeah. and they see your work and they can like they literally stand there and you're talking to them. It's different than from behind a camera, like on Instagram. Like when or somebody comment, sees, yeah. like, you know, yeah, like when somebody sees your actual work and like they hold it or you know what I'm saying, like they actually see the photo or they see they're holding a crystal and they see it on your neck. It's like, damn, like. That's crazy. Like, I I can't do that, but I would definitely love, like, are you selling them? Like, can I get one? And, like, I mean, I got into crystals um, a heavy a uh, little after you showed me. Like I, like, I was into them a little bit with the yoga, but not really. Like, on my desk right now, I have a, um, what is this called? I think it's Vandenite. Oh, Van, no, Van no it's, shit, let me see. Yeah. Hey, dog, I actually made it. I fucked Made a necklace of Van and Night. It's kicking. Hey, that's my. You got that little thing right there. Yeah. Hey, dope, yeah, I got it from uh, when I went to Joshua Tree, and it's energy and creativity, and I keep it on my computer desk. Cause it's like, you know, so just it's just it, like yeah, little stuff dope, like that. Yeah. At the very least, yeah. Exactly, man. And first of all, I'm glad that I got you know. Me, I help with that. That's fucking dope, bro. But at the very least, you kind of you kind of found your own way with that, and that's that's the thing, man. Like, you know, I feel like I'm just gonna for a little bit, like five seconds on crystals. 
people hear people talking about crystals and they, they think you gotta like you know meditate with it or hold it all the time and like do all these things and it's like yeah, no yeah. i mean all i i love it for two reasons one because they fucking look dope in the sun you put, you let them shine in the sun and it's like yeah it's like a freaking from a mm-hmm. movie or something from like a spaceship and then mm-hmm. two you know yeah there are if you believe in that there are certain things that maybe they do help you with do or do not i don't mm-hmm. know but i mean it's just is if you that gravitates towards you and you feel like it's gonna help you be creative put that shit in your desk you know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. not going to hurt. It's going to look cool at the very least and make a talking exactly. point. You know, like, yeah, hey, that's for cool sure. to get that. For sure. Um, but I do want to, what's it called? I know our time is coming close. I do want to go into one more thing, though, and that's mm-hmm. that's the, the 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 brand you started also with the with the sweatshirt. And Dang, I was going to gonna put my sweatshirt on, man. I should have put it on. Hey, that's like a funny. You should have, bro. Hey, hey, um, first off, how do you say the name? Because I feel like I don't say it right. I don't want to okay. butcher that shit um, in front of everybody. So uh, I, I say nectophobia, but um, I think it's like nyctophobia. It's different ways to um, pronounce it, but I just say nectophobia. Nyctophobia. N-I-K. It's, yeah, it's spelled N-Y, but it's like N-I-K. Nyctophobia. Um, and yeah. it means the fear of darkness. And... Um, I'll just go into it real quick. So, like, I um, I had an art show in Chicago in 2019. One of my good friends, it's like a brother to me, um, and he was like, "Hey, um, there's an art show coming up in Chicago. I think you should, like, I think you should get in it." And so we collabed on a project, and it was basically just to show um, um, uh, people of color in normal walks of life, because like you always see in so in the media that like unknown black person or unknown yeah 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 you know um and it just it was all about a fear of darkness for me like it was like they fear our color and our melanin and all that so it was like okay let me try to switch that and flip it on his head like all right instead of being like it's not to be fear it was like man we just want to be creative we just want to um live our life just like y'all so um so i did it and um i wanted to do silk in the hood because when your natural hair if you wear a cotton hood or go to sleep in it, it's gonna mess up your hair and it doesn't keep the juices and keep it uh, nice and nice and nice and pretty. So I uh, put yeah. silk in it and threw it on and, and like like I was saying for um, with that, it wasn't supposed to be a sale. Like I bought it. I mean I made it. I made like four for myself and I wore them around and people were like oh what is that? What does that mean? It was kind of like a talking piece. Like, oh what is that? Oh what is that? It was like us. Oh, just my just my hoodie that I made from a uh, picture that I took, and they're like, "Oh, that's pretty dope. Are you selling them?" It's like, mm, "Not really. Like, I mean, like, yeah, if yet. I know you, I can yeah. like get you one. Yeah, like, and one of my friends was like, "Can can you give me one?" I said, "Bet I'll get you one because I know you." But like, it wasn't like uh, an idea for me to oh go do it. And then several people like, "Bro, you should do that." And so I just went full fledged with it and. um and I just love it, man. I fucking love it. It's another creative outlet for me. Like, also, I take photos and videos, so like, it just makes it easier to market and do stuff like that. So I already do that, so it kind of going together. And um, I'm about to shoot a commercial for the hoodies next weekend. So, so oh, kind of cool. like you know, you I'm go, trying man. to trying to have fun with it. it. Keeps everything creative, man. It keeps everything fun and flowing. Like it's just natural. Like, oh, I'm doing this. Um, it showcases both of my skills. So. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. That, that's dope, bro. First of all, that's a dope way to like come about making a brand is like seeing something and be like, well, actually, that's kind of like a call to action for me. So I'm going to go ahead and actually mm-hmm. answer the call. You know what I'm saying? And then two, mm-hmm. well, actually, before I even get into that, you are those cut and sew, bro? Are, you, are those all like yeah. for you or is it? So, 
Like the so, whole well, thing, I, top to bottom. I'm not, I'm not making the hoodie, like the whole hoodie. I'm wholesale. I mean, I'm buying the hoodie, but I'm sewing on the patch and I'm sewing and cutting and sewing on the silk. Cause like I couldn't find okay, anybody, yeah, like, a, a company. Yeah, I couldn't find a company that was making the hoodie that had the silk in it that I wanted. Cause like of course they had them overseas, but I didn't want to buy two hundred of them and not like the quality. So yeah. I was like, and plus I didn't like the colorways. I didn't know what it looked like. It's all pictures. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the fabric store, pick out the fabric that I want, find the hoodie that I want. And just make it like that. So I, I, I ventured and bought like I bought like ten different hoodies, same color, ten different black hoodies, and just tried them on. How did I like the fit? How did I like the feel? Do I want it thicker? Do I want it thin? How did I like it? And then I came down to like, all right, I like a ten ounce cotton, nice thick, but really soft on the inside. Um, Quality is really good. So like, if it's cold and you don't want to wear a big jacket, you could throw the hoodie on. You'll be cool. Or you know, on a summer night, you want to throw the hoodie on and. You know, it's lightweight still. So, um, so just kind of like did it like that, bro. And then I just sewed that shit in on myself and learned from YouTube. Yeah. Learned from YouTube. YouTube hey, had that YouTube, man. YouTube University. You yeah. <laughs> so, hey, yeah, man. man. You can get certified on YouTube, man. Hey, you definitely can. So, uh, yeah, man. I was like, all right, let me just figure this out and um, cut and sew. I don't make the patches, but I get the patches made. And then I sew the patch onto the hood. I mean, onto the hoodie. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's dope, man. I, I seen you do that. And I was like, hey, man, you're cutting sew. That's tough. You know, I'm, I'm having currently done like a manufactured, like customized shirt. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all done from my designs, like you know, measurements mm-hmm. and things like that. But um, I thought about cutting sew. And I was like, fuck, man, that's just yeah, I can't. I'm, it's, nah, I'm good. It's, you know, like I'm. It's cool. long. It's hard. I mean, it's, I, I want to eventually, cause like, I always like clothes. They go into yeah. my style. Like, I just like, I like to be stylish. So like, I'm eventually, like, I mean, I already made a pair of pants for myself and I don't want to make clothes for other people. It was more so, like, like I said, it was, for me, it was, I wanted to wear it myself. Like, I wanted to wear it myself. I always liked to be, I, it was just, I don't know, man. It went back from like being in a thrift store. It's like, I always wanted one-on-one pieces. Like I wanted, mm-hmm. I wanted a, a hoodie or a jacket that you wouldn't see nobody else wearing. So now it's like, all right, I'm a little older. I can make those things. Like I can make a hoodie that only I have. I can make a pair of jeans that only I have. And um, and so then, I mean, people kind of like it. It's like, bro, you should make some. You should make some more jeans, bro. You should do this and that. I'm like, ah, okay, okay. So it just it kind of went into um, becoming something like that. So. Um, but it just all starts with a passion, bro. It always starts with like, just like something that you want to do for yourself, or, you know, like for the betterment of yourself and just like your soul purpose. Like, it makes you feel good. You wake up, you feel good. Like, damn, I made this hoodie, or damn, I made this crystal, or damn, I took this picture, or damn, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just whatever, yeah. you wake up happy. Whatever it is, you wake up like, damn, I did that. That's tight. That's tight. Yeah, man, that's exactly what I'm at with it too. And I'm gonna, there's two more questions I want to ask before we get out of here. The first one, though, is kind of what you just said right now. And there's a lot of people making brands out there, which mm-hmm. is good. Again, I feel like, you know, one, one thing that, that that's good that's came from this whole quarantine is that people are taking it upon themselves to be like, hey, I'm going to make something out. Like, I'm going to make money my way. Mm-hmm. We need that. That should have been happening. So I'm glad at the very least, like, we're all doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I think is good and bad, or good, I think, kind of like for us in a sense where maybe we're doing it a little maybe before the people 
is I think what could help, and it kind of what you just said is that brands or people who make clothes or anything should get more into one-of-one one pieces, right? Because that's more valuable. It's more unique. It's more like it's more like individual. And that's kind of where I'm at with everything I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like every crystal I make, um, the shirts that I'm making, like, yeah, they're coming in. A, I, found a, I found a manufacturer that does like a, a small quantity. So I, I, I do not have to order like 100 of them. You know what I'm saying? I have hella shit lying around. Mm-hmm. But regardless of what I do, that's always going to be very small quantity, if not one of one, and that's it. And I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of businesses should get into that because one is more attention to detail for that one of one piece. But two, you know, you, I think you can still make money from that also. Obviously, you got to make sure your price is right, your price mm-hmm. range, what you pay for everything, right? So it's not like it's impossible. But I just think like mm-hmm. the whole bulk sale thing is a little like it's saturated first off. And then second off, it's just not you're not really, I think, attending to your, your audience, your customers. You know, like you're not giving mm-hmm. them that full It's not exclusive. Experience. Yeah, and people. I mean, yeah, people. Everybody, like everybody wants shoes, to be exclusive, man. Yeah, and to do that, you gotta, you gotta only make everybody. a couple things, and it works. You know, like. Yep, so I think that's just something what you said that 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 I like that I think people should take and just have a maybe a collection of only one on one pieces in anything they do, whether it be mm-hmm. freaking hats or brooms or whatever the fuck. You know, <laughs> like just something mm-hmm. that. It's a one-on-one piece, man. and it's exclusive. Everybody, it makes it- man, everybody wants to stand out. Everybody wants to be unique, man. Everybody wants to be them, you know? Like, they want to be yeah. me. Like, when you see me, you want to know, oh, that's him, you know, or that's her. You know, everybody wants that, like, I don't know. It's just, like, identity. Everybody wants to have their own identity. So, like, when you see when you see this hoodie or whatever, um, you're going to be like, oh, I know you only get that from one person. It's from him, you know, because I kind of like, kind of like that. It's like a, you know, you know, it's kind of dope to just be like, yeah, this is, this is something that I made, you know. I'm going to use this as a quick plug real quick for something I'm going to drop in the next Mm -hmm. couple of days, but this hat I'm wearing right now, right? So first off, I'm a whole holistic brand, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, me being creative with it and doing exactly what we're saying right now, you know, being exclusive and, oh, you must have got that hat from him, right? And being the, and kind yeah. of like pushing the individuality, right? So what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. I got all my hats ready. Everything's like, you know, this is a custom drawing I drew myself, put in Adobe and mm-hmm. touched it up, found the hats I wanted. Mm-hmm. And what I'm going to do, dropping probably, let's say Monday. I'll, I'll say Monday. Hey, uh, I'll be the let's day. get it. But let's it's called, get it. It's, it's called the four, ele- the four element connections. Four element, the four elements, I'm sorry. The four elements of what we're going to do. Okay. How I'm going to do it is there's four, obviously four different elements, right? Fire, air, mm-hmm. water and earth and how i'm gonna how it's mm-hmm. gonna work is you get to choose one and that's it you choose one of those hats and that's it so you pick right now which one you like once you pick that hat there you go that's you right and you it's something small okay, for sure once you put once you put this on your head you can't get nothing else that's it you choose your element Hell yeah and that's it there you go and then the crystal that's too that's that's kind of where i'm at with it like you you buy whichever one you like this one of one once you put that mm-hmm. once you put this on there you go. That's you. Like yeah, this yeah, is associated you. with you now. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like you said that, and I use that as a quick plug for my yeah, Monday yeah. drop of the four elements. For everyone yes, listening. sir. Go yes, check sir. Out hey, what what but, day? What day is the? Uh, what day is Monday? The 25th. Shit, bro. Let me see. Don't ask me that question. 26. Yeah, 26. 26. 26. So April 26. Hell yeah! I'm definitely gonna be on the lookout. Hell yeah! yeah. Hey, go look, man. I, see, I mean, again, it's just something. It's fun for me to do shit like that, but two, again, it's just something that I think is unique 
And you can, you can self-identify with that. You know, you can throw that on. You want to go to the beach, you got your water element hat, boom. What is that? What's this? Or, you know, I'm at the beach, let's throw this hat on. You're going yeah. for a hike, got your, are you a little bonfire through your, your mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Yeah, like in, you know, the way I made the logos, you know, personally speaking, I think I got, I'm making aesthetically pleasing things. I'm not gotcha. making it too, like, out there, not making it too, like, weird. Or, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's just real subtle. It's just a, it's just a picture. No one Simplicity knows what it means, is key, man. Simplicity is key. Yeah. And you do, and it works. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But then, so I do want to get in one last question, mm-hmm. man. It's, it, it does relate to the brand. It does relate to a lot of people who are starting their brands. Mm-hmm. For you, what do you think's the, we'll go with, we'll go with the, the positive real quick. Mm-hmm. What do you think is helping you continue that, right? Because obviously it's a process, man. You got to go through finding your way, your market, paying for things, right? Then getting out there to people. Mm-hmm. What's kind of your creative, visionary approach that's helping you go forward with it that other people could po- possibly take and apply to themselves too? Um, I would say, um, one, it has to be a product that you're proud of. So um, whether it be the quality, um, what it means, or, um, yeah, like the quality or like what it means. And for me, it was, I made it, I made it about both. Like what it means is just like, I'm an African-American male. Every time I step outside, you know, that might be my last time I step outside. So, um, just like I had to make something, you know, uh, that was kind of like, don't be afraid of the dark. Like, don't be afraid of us. We humans just like y'all. And, um, the quality aspect is like, I like, I mean, quality is everything. Like I wanted it to be um a hoodie because like, I, I set my price point before i even made the hoodies and i got it from nipsey hustle because he was like um in an interview he was selling his mixtapes for a hundred dollars and i was like i just like yeah. i just like that idea like you sell you sell you know a hundred of them you know that's you know what i'm saying so it was like um that's ten thousand dollars so it's like um i wanted to do that and just like so after i set my price i'm like all right now the quality has to match it. Like I wasn't just gonna get no regular, nothing against Hanes, but like a Hanes hoodie and throw a logo on it. Oh, a hundred dollars. No, I was gonna go in and learn about it and like learn about the different qualities and the textures and the different ounces and the cotton and the different quality and the silk and the different patches and the embroidery and stuff like that. So I mean, it took time, and I would say, um, just a brand. If you make a brand, make sure that you hundred percent back your brand. And if you don't like your brand, nobody else gonna like your brand. So you got to be about it a hundred percent, like, and just wear your product. That's the best way to do it. That's why I'm sick. I didn't put my hoodie on. I'm like, ah, uh, I should have put it this, on. Bro. I knew I was like, like I'm gonna go on camera. Yeah, hey, I know, man. Man, that was like when I got when I got yeah, dressed. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna throw my hoodie on. Yeah, exactly. It's all good. But uh, just be make 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 the brand something you're proud of and like you can stand on like a hundred percent. Like any and like you have to be knowledgeable of your product, like uh, about the brand, like what it means, the name, like why, what does it mean to you, like the quality of the uh, product that you're using, stuff like that. Like, cause people want to know, like if you're knowledgeable about your stuff, then like, okay, he's put time in, he's invested into this, so I can, I know for sure if I give my money to him, it's gonna come back tenfold. Like it's gonna be a good product, it's gonna have a good meaning. Like I'm, a, I'm with it a hundred percent. So like just whenever somebody's making a brand, like you have to be 
it has to uh, you have to be believing it 100 percent because there's so many brands that come out and like and just like fold because it's like they just did it for the quick buck they did it for the quick buck mm -hmm. and like i had a brand before this one it was just graphic t-shirts folded because i didn't believe in it 100 percent like it's just yeah. it is what it is i am not gonna lie like everyone wants to have adventures and different ventures and shit like that yeah, so, yeah, alone. hey so it's like if you don't believe in your product nobody else will so you gotta know and believe that hey this product is worth this much money you getting this with it you getting this with it it means this like and even if you don't sell it man still push your stuff man still wear your hoodie like if anybody see like if nobody bought my hoodie ever i guarantee you i'll still wear that hoodie and I guarantee people will still ask, is that silk in your hood? Where'd you get that from? How'd you do that? What, what'd you do for that? Oh, okay. For sure. So, so I'm out with it right now. So I'm out with it. So everybody doing a brand, building a brand, just be 100% with it. Give it all. Give it your all. That's all you got, man. Give it your all. There you go, y'all. That's that's it. I mean, that's you got to be like Nipsey said, man. You got to be doing a dive behind what, hey, you're, what you're getting exactly, at. You know exactly. Exactly. So, that when I heard that, actually, you know, it's funny when I first started doing the podcast, I listened to that uh, that that line on uh, I think it was Mustard State, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and yeah, I heard that, and I was like, I was kind of like, you know, going back and forth about like, should I do it? And like, I was like, you know what, hold the fuck up. I heard that, I was like, I, I love fucking talking to people. Yeah, I know yeah. the fuck I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. so I'm gonna go talk. And I, you ask me why I'm doing it? I love to talk to people. There mm -hmm. you go. Nothing more than that. Mm -hmm. You know, I got my own my own my own lifestyle. You got yours, but the bottom line i want to talk about some things and we can talk chop it up and that's it and no we no, need we need no podcasts secrets. we need yeah we need people talking we need all that we need all that man because like you never know somebody you just like you might say something to somebody that changes their whole life you know like just yeah. that quick little and you didn't even you know that wasn't your intention you're just having a natural conversation but somebody can be like really like damn okay maybe i should Maybe I should do this, or maybe I should start working out. Maybe I should give 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 my all to this business that I've been trying to do. So I mean, hell yeah, we need this. We need we need artists, all the video footage, the audio footage. Like this is people need this for sure now more than ever. So Matter, hell yeah, I commend you for it, dog. I commend you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you. Y'all did it. You didn't, you didn't record it. Y'all should recorded your, your 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 session with your homies. And man, that shit, bro. That was, I know. That's good too, man. Like that's the right. I'm doing that, but after you guys, so hell yeah. That's hell you know, I'm yeah. glad y'all did it too, man. But I, I thank you, though, bro. I appreciate that. And like you said, when it, I don't ask for feedback because I just I'm going and I'm just gonna go because I want to. But when I hear feedback, it's always appreciated. Mm -hmm. And you know, I just thank you, bro. Like I said, man, it means a lot, and I I definitely take hell it. Yeah. Just builds, builds more skin, more tough skin. You know what I'm saying? That if anything bad happens. Hey, man, all I'm, I'm going to say is yeah. keep going. Keep going. Yeah. That's that's Just keep going, bro. That's it. Just keep going. Don't ever stop, man. Keep going. I appreciate you, man. And, and you know, that's the kind of time we got right now, man. I don't want to go over your time. I know you got some stuff you got to do. It's all good. It's um, all good. But, hey, but thank you, though, bro, for coming on, for giving, giving your experience, giving your advice. And, you know, I appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was great, bro. And, you know, I, everyone listening, I hope you guys took something from it. There's definitely a lot to dissect, a lot of experience from this dude. I think he's a true visionary, in my opinion. You're doing a lot, bro, so keep that going. And for everyone listening, I'll drop another podcast in a couple of days or so. Like I always say, have a great rest of your day, y'all. Peace.
Peace. Hey.